Holy, yo, uh, welcome to another episode of Off the Record Podcast, man. It's your boy, yours truly, DJ Academics. And of course, yo, I got one of my, this one of my guys here, man. Yo, Little Boom, if you don't yo. know, I kind of want to give the history before you, before. Yeah, give him the backstory, give him the backstory. Yo, so the year is. 2016. 2016. I'm in high school, I'm 16. He's in high school, he's 16. I'm making YouTube videos, I'm on the grind. Yo, I'm probably doing seven videos a day, just kind of like making content on my mind. I'm usually like I was in the small apartment. I'm pacing back and forth, trying to like come up with content and come up with like, you know, shit that could make people listen to news stories that would be entertaining. And I remember my whole life is just like surrounded by that. I'm reading comments, trying to get better this and third, trying to take constructive criticism. That's before YouTube co um, comments went to straight trolling. Yeah. And there was this one motherfucker in the comment section all the time. Clowning roasting always had the top comment top comment niggas youtube had this algorithm where the most upvoted thing was the top comment and it was always boom and i started streaming you know he popped in there first first time he got on the mic and the dude was just hilarious man hilarious real uh we finally linked up years later you know yeah you when i first met you the day i got which is crazy i first i first i first talked to you when i started doing rap but then i first met you when i got signed and you was there at my meet. You was there at the meeting, shit. Yo, this is a full circle moment because again, I'm gonna let Boom tell you a little bit more about his story. But Boom used to come on my live stream and freestyle battle anyone in my chat, win everything. He used to come and roast other women, like you know, like women would come in there, like trying to like freeze. Remember that? Yeah. We had like epic freestyle battles. Yeah, with, with bitches against yeah. against bitches. Yeah, hilarious. Anyway, Boom. Please, you know what I mean? Uh, you probably could do a better introduction than me, but tell me and tell everybody else who's listening and watching how you got to this point. Well, I was fucking, I was in, bro, so I was in fucking uh, high school. I was in the fucking 12th grade. I think I was in 12th grade, yeah. I made fuck step Curry and shit. I, I, oh, shit. Yeah, I'm getting the top, like, so I'm getting the top comments. Wait, 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 yeah. wait, wait. You got to slow it down. Okay, back, back, back. Before, 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 no, 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 we could, we could start it there because I don't think people connect the two, hmm. right? Because I feel like they might know you from a lot of the anime stuff, yeah, right? And they might not know that you first started by like just kind well, of, yeah, you just started recording like some what we call it was called meme music, yeah, meme rap, meme, meme rap. rap, yeah, and one popped off, yeah. Why you do that? So, like, the whole shit with the meme rap shit was like. It was like it was like for one, I was sixteen, bro. So I, I, like when you when you young as fuck, everything is funny. Like every fucking thing, you you're offensive as fuck. Like you don't give a fuck. So it was like it was like I was making music just for the floor. I was I made fucks up curry like on the floor, bro. Like in in my room on the floor, like holding holding the mic like this type shit. So you know I respected that mm. because people always look at like yo act like you're so successful this and third. I was making videos holding the mic in my hand <laughs> in the back of my Mazda while I had a full time job. But that was the only way to do it. And I was like, yo, I want to sound like these guys that are in these million-dollar studios. Like, I was trying to compete with Hot 97 and Power 105. Uh, how did you even, like, learn how to, like, uh, record music? Like, so, like, so my story, like, my come-up is crazy because I used to be on some, like, Jack Boy shit in Florida. So, like, I would be robbing niggas, all type of shit. Stop it. Swear to God. So I would be, I was like 14. Boom, you was a savage? I was a savage. But that's that's why I live the life I live now, because I know you're going to go far. You're going to get far living that life type shit. It sounds hella like cliche and everybody want to be gangster, but for real, like it's niggas dying. Yeah. So it was like, I gave that shit up because like, you know, my mom, she was going through shit. Like I was 15. I never forget. I was 15. 
I hit a lick for like, <laughs> yo, let me just tell you the story. Let me just tell you the story. So I hit a lick. I can say it because like when I was 14, I hit a lick. I was selling it. I was like, I had a nigga come to my, I never forget. I had a nigga come all the way from like fucking like the, like the Pensacola all the way down to Orlando to buy a pound of weed yeah. for $900 cash. Wait, 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 that's not the cause of pound of weed. It's more, it? Yeah, but I was jugging him. I was finessing him. He came. Um, yeah, he came. I said, bro, I let, I, he came to my next, my neighbor's house. I said, bro, just drop, drop the money in front of the house. And then I'm going to come, I'm going to come pull up on you and drop you off the pound. Yeah. And, and he dropped off the $900 and I bucked his ass and I used that $900 and I got a studio. Wait, wait, wait. So he didn't see when you picked up the money? No, he left. He, he just left. left. Bro, he left. was green. Bro, he <laughs> left. And I was like, hey, no, he came back. He came back and shit. He, he called the police. I never, bro. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He bro. called the cops? Bro, I was hiding in a dryer. I was hiding in my fucking dryer. <laughs> I swear to God, bro. You can, ask my mom, you can ask my mom, my brother. I was like, the police came to my shit. They wait, was, wait, hold on. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is confusing. He called the cops saying... This guy, yes, I went to buy drugs from him. Yes, and he finessed me. Yes, the cops are supposed to arrest him. And, and they, no, because they don't fucking know. He don't have any drugs yet, so they don't fucking know. They, all they know is he got his money. Oh, stolen. they just say he, yeah. he just said he robbed me. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, I thought he told him the whole story. And, 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 they, and I sent the next door, and I'm like, they didn't come to my house. The bitch next door is like, oh, you probably talking about these niggas next door. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they came to my house, and I was like, I was scared. Do you shit. know your real name? Uh no nah, no nah, hell no nah. I was on like a dummy account but he he oh. still he still knew that I like the this neighbor snitched on that nigga so he he's definitely still knew so I hid in the dryer I I hid in the fucking dryer type shit what so, was the cops searching for you like you didn't come in the house nah they ain't coming out but if they did I was like nigga I'm hiding in the dryer in case they start looking somewhere I ain't got nowhere to run I can't what run the through the back door what the fuck your mom saying at this point uh. My mom had no idea what was going on. So she was like, what the fuck? And I, I was hoping she wouldn't photo me, bro. Cause like my mom, she wanted me to do the right thing. Like I remember one time she like I, I went home and I gave them nigga, I gave the police my brother's name and I, they took me home and it was like, oh wait, hey. no, no, you told her your brother? No, no, no. So like, so my brother, he's like my brother Lambo, like Mako, he's like, he's like, he he don't be really getting into shit. So yeah. every time I get put up by the police, I give him his name. I was because oh, you don't got no yeah, warrants. I was no 15, nothing. so they take yeah. me home and they're like, Oh, is this your, is this is this Marco? She's like, No, nigga, that's that's boom. <laughs> and I was like, Mom, what the fuck you doing? And so I was thinking she was gonna do that, but long story short, like, like, yo, boom, get out of the drive. Come on, yeah, I think yeah. they're gonna talk to you. Yeah, like type shit. But I don't even think she knew I was home. Like she probably thought I was gone, type shit. So I, I basically used that and I, I got a studio and I, I would record I, like I paid five hundred dollars for a studio. And I would learn how to record myself listening to. Uh, I would rap over cheap key beats and shit. That was like 2015. You, you got a studio. Like I bought a mic, I bought a laptop, and I bought speakers. Oh, yeah, awesome. Hey, awesome. That's why I love how the internet changed shit because people, when people think studio, like they think like this big expensive building with like a glass in between yeah, it and candles no. lit. Like, like even. Like, bro, it'd be niggas like Youngbo who don't even go to studios like that. They rap just like, they kind of just rap like this. They don't got no big ass, like, studio. They all rap like how we rap now. Like, you get a mic, you get a laptop, you straight. Like, it's good to have all the other shit. But, like, for me, nigga, I was recording on my phone. So, to have a mic and a laptop and be on Mixcraft and shit, I was like, yeah. So, I basically was learning that. And so, then, you're like, this is my studio. Yeah. And then, so, I basically gave up that shit. Like, twenty that was 2015. I gave up all that street shit. 2016, I was like, man, I'm about to do this meme shit. I had a meme page. Yeah, I was like, I'm about to just, you know what I'm saying, do, do it the right way type shit. What are you feeling? Because 
that time was such a special time. And I remember, you see now, like, I love all the meme pages and, like, everybody. Bro, I, I understand everybody's role. I understand everybody's role. Mm. Like, you have motherfuckers who, like, they're the ratio dudes. Yeah. You have the meme pages. You have, like, all these other, like, you know, like, there's an ecosphere now. But in 2015, 2016, you're just trying to figure it out. Why did you go to the meme route, though? Because, no, like, so I feel like this. Like, like niggas, like, shout out to other shit. Like, niggas, like, meme rap, it wasn't just, like, funny rap. Meme rap was, like. It's a way of marketing that niggas use now. Like me, I was like, I was like, man, I was on my Facebook before I went to Instagram. I was on my Facebook trying to get my shit out there. And these niggas in my in my own city, not they fault, but they was just like, man, fuck this nigga. Like, we ain't listen to your shit. So I'm like, bro, my niggas in my own city ain't gonna listen to me. I gotta find a way to get this shit out there to everybody. So I would make I would make it a meme rap. Meme rap is basically putting your song under a video or uh, anything like anything. To make it to where like niggas can just share it, not even knowing about the song, just sharing because of the meme itself, and then the song gets everybody's like song, song, song. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. the real definition it, of meme rap. Not it, even some funny shit. It, it's like a way of promotion. It's yeah, kind of like marketing. It's kind of like hacking the system, like how Soldier Boy did it when he said, "Yo, he used to mislabel his song as the hot song on like Kazaa." That's a yeah, yeah, yeah. And like you think you're downloading this hot song, you've been <laughs> hearing, and all of a sudden you're Soldier Boy, like you know what I mean? <laughs> so which is hacking the system. That's kind of like that's a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and it's like. It, it kind of like made a way like to this day like that shit kind of makes a way for like even when my album comes out friday i'm gonna be using memes to promote my shit type shit so it's like a full circle it's like a way of like for niggas who don't have the the rate the, the rap caviars and these and that's niggas who at home 15 16 just trying to come up they got at least they got one way to make their music heard instead of just damn like, waiting on to get signed or waiting on you know what i'm saying yeah. yo how'd you feel so so going back to that time 2015 that's also the year Drake defeated Meek using memes. So mm -hmm. it, it kind of validated in a way where it's like, yo, if you're funny, yeah, like people are gonna like flock to look at what you got going on. And if you slide it underneath, like whatever you really want to promote, yeah. it's a thing. And, and so many niggas do it now. Like so many niggas go from whatever they know for famous for it and they switch to rapping. You know what I'm saying? Or they, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So it's it's kind of a way to just to get out there. Even though I didn't make fuck stuff curry to get out there, like I was really just freestyling. Okay, so how does fuck stuff okay, curry? I'm on the phone with Duop. I'm on the phone with Duop. Shout out Duop Camp. So I'm on the phone with Duop and I'm like bullshit. The song was supposed to be like a tribute song. It was supposed to be a tribute song to Steph Curry. I was fuck supposed to Steph Curry. Yeah, so like it was supposed to be like nigga, I'm balling like Curry, nigga, I'm shooting threes, but the whole fuck Steph Curry is one take. It's not even a punch, it's literally a freestyle. You see, now we're used to songs under two minutes. True. We're also used to very simplified song. This is before one, the little pumps. Yeah, 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 I know. One knock about what your song was, and I think like later on, everybody just started loving the simplicity of mm -hmm. all music. Was like, yo, he's literally saying fuck Steph Curry repetitively <laughs> the entire time. It's a meme. It's a meme that I just saw. That bitch is like, it's like fuck Steph Curry times 40. I didn't even know I said that shit 40 times, bro. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I said that shit 40 times, but I was literally just freestyling off the dome. Like, I was literally just off the dome. Like, when I first pressed record, I was like, yeah, man. And I'm thinking of, like, how the fuck I'm supposed to be a tribute. And I was just like, man, fuck that nigga Steph Curry. And then, once I said that, I was like, bro, I can't, I can't stop. I got to just keep going. I was like, I got to keep going. The, I'm gonna give you a story about that too. How like it kind of all came together for me, like type shit. Like right, like rice gum, rice gum heard it. Cash nasty is the one who really like probably really really really. I'm here. The timing mattered. So yeah. So, so, so even before that story, right? The, the, it's important to know the context and the timing because a lot of people trying to blow up, they think that a hit is a hit at any time. That's why I always talk to artists about saving music. Yeah. If you drop fuck Steph Curry and it wasn't during a playoff run, and while everybody's watching this motherfucker. 
just torch every team bro. with threes after threes. If you drop it like when he's in a slump, people gonna be like, bro, you don't hit the same. But the timing was like, we this is a fucking anthem. It, it was it was so crazy because I wasn't to be honest. Like I kind of checked out on it uh, of the NBA at that time. Like I'm always I'm obviously a hooper type shit. You're but not I'm, a hooper, nigga. Well, I'm ahead. a hooper, nigga. But go like I, I checked out the NBA at that time, so I didn't know how crazy he was going. Like I like when I made the song Mar May 23rd, he was just starting to play. This is crazy. Like this song, this song is really crazy because like I made it May 23rd. He's he's down three one to the fucking Thunder. He like so in my like so in my in my mind I'm like this nigga can't lose because if he loses, the song is is done. Like. The more he wins, the more niggas hate that nigga, and the more niggas will play my song. Yeah, yeah. So he came back from 3-1. He went to the finals with the Cavs, and I'm like, oh, shit. And I, they went – it was 3-3 type shit, and then they was up 3-1. Yeah, yeah. That's, I think that's the true reason why the song is hella, like, legendary because he was up 3-1, and then each game he would lose. I'll never forget the last game. Like, the last fucking game they, they played in Cleveland, nigga, they – like, when they won, when they won and took it to game seven, nigga, it was 100,000 niggas in the streets of Cleveland is listening to fuck Steph Curry in all different cars. Niggas, like, I checked my SoundCloud that day and it was like 500,000 plays, like, literally in that one hour, like, soon as he lost and it went to game seven type shit. And then when he lost, the song was, like, immortalized type shit. If he would have won, that song wouldn't have went nowhere. Yo, so you made that shit freestyle in your bedroom. In my bedroom, yeah. How does shit change once you see, like, so many people start to fuck with it? Because now... I don't know if you thought or whatever you thought the trajectory of your rap career was going to be, but now it's like fucking I was real. Just, well, even then, I was just rapping for fun. I was like, this shit going crazy, but like, I was like, nigga, I'm going to go back to school, nigga. Like, I want to graduate from my mom. I want to play ball. Like, I, I was still trying to play ball. But uh, this nigga Pump, that nigga Lil Pump really got me into just really trying to make uh, make music. He, he hit me up for my first show and he was like, He's like, bro, come out here, like, nigga, your song going crazy. We about, we got a show, ski mask here, uh, uh, smoke Wait, up here. Pump hit you up, yeah. Pump, what? Pump really hit me up and kept me, like, made me keep rapping type shit. Cause I was like, I was telling him, like, nigga, I'm like, nigga, I'm not coming out there, nigga. I'm going to school, nigga. And he you was like, you thought the moment was over. Type yeah, shit. I was like, nigga, this is just a wave and shit. And he was like, nigga, why not? He's like, why not just keep rapping? And I was like, you know what? Like, he had to persuade me for like 10, 15 minutes on the phone. I was like, you know what? I got you, bro. And like, and then I kept going with the shit. Then I made the, you know, the other the KDs and all the other shit. So, at that point, though, right? Like, I mean, you, you, I know you as an internet dude. Yeah. Like, what I mean by internet dude is I'm an internet dude, too. Yeah. Which means I'm going to figure out a way to make whatever I'm doing entertaining. Yeah. And I'm probably going to have somewhat of an audience, right? Like, if I got to fucking be a little rapper, like, whatever yeah. it is. You know what I mean? I look at you like that, too. If you were running a meme page, I would, I would think you'd have the biggest meme page. Yeah, if you true. were just straight doing this. Yeah. If you're it, like, there's certain people who get the internet and they're always forward and they're ahead of every trend. You have been ahead of, I could name about five to start off. Name right? One. Well, I, I say the anime stuff you were definitely ahead of. True. Because I think when you kind of started like leading to that, I was like, nobody's going to be fucking with this. True. And, and that's and unless how, you're trying to just go to but, perform in China but, all the time. We gonna get to that because that's like like my my life has been through so much shit. But like that anime shit was like really saved my life type shit. Like and and, and it really saved my life to the point like me, that's how me and Uzi became cool straight up through. If I was still making these type of songs type shit when I was sixteen instead of just being myself, I'm like bro, I was just like fuck it, I'm going to be myself even if I, I ain't rapping about guns and shit no more yeah. and I'm rapping about anime. Like nigga, it's it's gonna be a it's gonna be an audience out there for me the same way. I'm like it's an audience out there for anybody no matter what song what type of songs you make. It's an audience out there for you. But you got to be true to yourself. I didn't want to be fake anymore. Like, I was like, I didn't want to just rap about guns and violence, even though I really lived that shit. But I knew that, nigga, I was listening to Chief Keef 
And nigga, I was going crazy type shit. So yeah. I know if I do some shit like that, I'm gonna just influence more niggas to go shoot niggas and kill niggas type shit. So you make a, a couple songs that are kind of like anthems, kind of surrounded basketball. Fuck, yeah. fuck KD. Yeah. This and third. Uh -huh. I think you even did fuck LeBron, which I'm like, if you got, <laughs> yeah, I did, but that's not out. We used to say that. That <laughs> oh, shit never released. Oh my bad. I think I heard it. But anyway, I, what's the next move? Because by the way, I, and this is why I'm stressing to everybody listening and watching. Anytime you see a successful creator, hmm. could be an internet creator, whatever you want to call them, they had to roll with the changing of the internet. If they didn't embrace it or didn't look ahead, if you said, I'm going to only make, if you were just doing a, oh, fuck Dame Lillard songs now, it would be like, yo, you're out of here, bro. I wouldn't even be here, to be honest. I wouldn't even be sitting here. So, so how was the evolution? Like, what'd you do? It was like, bro, it was really like, it was really like fucking, oh, fuck, I think, the, I think the food died. But I think it was really like, like life, bro. I was, I was 18. This was 2017, I think. I was turning 18. And then I went homeless. I went homeless in 2016 for like two years till like 2018. So the whole time you went homeless. I had no house. I had nowhere to live. Was you living with your, your parents? No, my mom had no. Bro, it was pretty down. Like my mom was living in a motel type shit. Damn. For like two years, yeah. And it would be so sad because like I, I would have a hundred thousand followers, but I had no money. And I was like these. And every time I would go live, I would I would go live and I would go live like this, so niggas wouldn't see behind me. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah type shit. But I was always. I was always keeping that shit to myself because I didn't want my fans to feel sorry for me and be like, oh. yeah, and also like you know, sympathy on the internet could go either way. Yeah. Sometimes it's like, yo, oh, let's just clown him now. Instead of trying to uplift him, let's clown him because he's down bad. I, I feel like my fans, well, the haters probably, but my yeah, yeah my yeah. fan, my fans would definitely have supported me. They probably would have made a GoFundMe all type of shit for me because you never like flexed or nothing like that. Like, you yeah, know, even you, yeah, you, you got some money off of like you know making those songs yeah. at first, but you were never the person to be like, yo, the check is in, <laughs> not, yo, the big chain is here. This is where it fucked me up at. So like, like when I when I got my first check, like <laughs> when I got my first check, my mom was like, all right, you going to your you going to your sister crib. Like we, we go, you go, you and your twin brother. Like you going to your, like you going to your sister crib for like two weeks, and we like we gonna move and we gonna get a house and shit. It did not turn out that way. So I'm like, I got my first check from Fuck Steph Curry was like eight thousand dollars from TuneCore. Yeah, I spent that shit on clothes, bands, like lame did you shit. Tell your mom? Like, no, and whole time I'm thinking my mom about to move and she ain't got no money. And whole time I just spent the last money I could have used on the house. Oh shit! On your clothes. You yeah, bro, that shit kill, that shit was killing me every day. Like, cause I never got a check like that that big ever again until like I got signed. So yeah. I, I could never I could never have got my mom out the hood ever in, until I got signed. So I was just like, damn, I could have used that money to, and this wouldn't have happened. But I'm glad because like when I did that, I, I switched from like from the from the dish shit to like the meme rap shit. That's when I made Milf Next Door, Sad Nigga Hours, which are bigger than Fuck Up Curry by yeah, like yeah. times 100. Of and, course. and these are songs that's like they they Milf Next Door is a funny song. Sad Nigga Hours, it could be a funny song. And it could be a serious song because like people tell me like they cry to this shit. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's like I made all those songs with my homie Tezo. And You're still on sign at this point. Yeah, I'm still on sign, and I'm still homeless for two years. And Tesla let is, me stay at his house. Isn't people hitting you up though? Like, yo, nah. It, mm -mm. So no, no labels like no yo. label hit me up. No, really, no, no label hit me up until Saturday hours. So that's why I'm be hella grateful for for Tesla, bro. Because like, I met Tesla through Ugly God. Yeah, like, yeah. Like I met Tesla through Ugly God, and I feel like that was the greatest. Like that was probably one of the greatest things that ever happened to me in my life. Because he he took me like he was like, bro. I was sleeping at the park, bro. He was like, "Bro, come over to the house for the for for the uh for the for the month." And we made Saturday hours in like five minutes, and that song got like fifty million streams. And we made it in like no less than five minutes, like two minutes. Yeah. We made Milk Next Door in like in like five minutes, and we was just we was on some rich gang shit, bro. We was like just I was like making music, and it was it was like it's music that's like me. It's not music that's like 
fuck Curry or fuck this nigga. You know, you gotta you gotta hate on this nigga in order to listen. What to was it. the change in that? Was it was it you know was it me and ugly God? Was it Tezos just saying yo listen, bro? Like we could still do this, but you don't have to be just focused on these public events. Like just do you. Yeah, I think it was I think it was Tezo. He kind of like opened my mind up to like be hella like more like use my voice as like an instrument type yeah. shit more so than just rap like that's like ever since then i really don't rap that much i use my voice yeah, you sing a lot more yeah. by, the way, by the way the the, the new project that's dropping and it's out today um it is it's out today yeah this is it's friday fool yeah, yeah. <laughs> i know <laughs> so um i heard it and a lot of the stuff it's not like you know i've always looked at you as like being clever mm. with like rapping but like you started kind of leaning on melody a little bit, so like it's around that time, like sad nigga hours and shit. Like yeah, you just started. To that's when I changed. Yeah, that's when I changed because I was going through so much shit. And honestly, I feel like rapping is like so easy. Like me rapping, like just regularly rapping is so easy because I grew up listening to Wayne. I've been rapping since I was nine. But using my voice, that's what I really. I want people to hear my voice. Fuck my bars. Like niggas know I got bars, but you know what I'm saying. I want niggas to hear my voice and hear my story. So it's like. It's like that's what got me to switch from that, and, and then it. This is another thing, like having the transition from people looking at you like the joke. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's what I always say about meme rap. Is like, yeah, like it's one of those things where, and I remember even to, even though you know he wasn't rapping at the time, but he was hmm. doing online comedy. Like Fat Boy, I think he felt mm -hmm. a way about, like you know, people were laughing at him because you know he went viral off some McDonald's burger <laughs> shit, right? And he was like, he didn't want to be the guy who was the butt of the joke. That, that and, hurt, bro, and. It, I guess he get, got to the point of, do I possibly give up clout mm. and and what I know what works to try some other shit? Which you, you pretty much you got to. Yeah, I sacrificed a lot. I lost so many followers. Like I lost a lot of shit trying to like niggas like stick to meme rap. Like niggas stick to this and niggas like they gonna do it. Like I, yeah, they, I always I, seen that. Oh, yeah. stick to this and niggas like 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 that's I, the only. I, thing I always do. tell people this like like. Bro, nobody gonna ever believe in you until you really prove them wrong, and they gonna be like, "Oh shit, he did it!" Like, yeah. it, 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 like if you was to like, like you when you rap, yeah, they're like, "Nigga, stick to blogging, stick to blogging," yeah. and until you about to go gold, yeah, and they're like, "Oh shit, okay, we'll listen to an song." It, it, it's one of those things where man and like people, people put you in a box, yeah. and they want you to do the same thing. It's like it's like that video. It's like Toy Story. It's like you're that one toy that does the same thing. And after a while, they get tired of you and they throw you in the corner. Mm. But they don't want you to learn new tricks. They only want whenever they <laughs> decide to check you out, you're doing the same thing that you've always done. At that point, you basically a fucking circus monkey for niggas who really don't even know you. Like you basically yeah. not even living for yourself. You're living for these. That's what I say. You're basically living for these niggas. You're not even doing it for yourself. Like it didn't take me until Already Dead, which is which is like past, which is like my real biggest song. And it's like it was past Saturday hours and the past Milk Next Door, and and it and it was real music. It wasn't even a joke song. It was real music, and that's when I realized like you can really do it. So, so, and it was an anime song. It was an anime song. So so let's put this in perspective of like just financially and just like lifestyle, hmm. and just like you you with your your mom and your siblings, how y'all are surviving, right? So you fucking blew the eight thousand dollars. I did. I did. Right. How does money come in for the next couple of years? <laughs> so, so it's like, bro, I, I was so fucking, like, I was so fucking depressed. Like, I was, like, I would sleep at a park or I would sleep at my sister house type shit. And my sister house, like, shout out to my sister. We don't live like that anymore. But it was like jail. It was like a brick wall. And then I had my twin brother. Yeah. who was kind of like losing his mind because 
you know what I'm saying? You you go through the brother shit that's like, you know what I'm saying? He looking like like why why I'm not here, you know what I'm saying? You, you know how it be like, yeah, 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 yeah. they think it fall from the sky type shit. And yeah. it's like, nigga, I'm doing this for all of us. And then my brother, he was I feel like he was developing like schizophrenia type shit. Mm. And it was sad. It was like cuz this is my twin brother, this is like my right hand, bro. Yeah. Like, so to see my brother like look at me like he didn't even look at me like I was his brother anymore. He looked at me just like another nigga, little boom ass nigga. Like you got clout and shit. And I'm like nigga, you my big brother. I look up to you, bro. I don't know why would you ever think I'm I, I'm better than you. Like I look up to you. So I was going through all that shit, and he was thinking I'm a fucking. I had 150k probably. He thinking I'm just this rich ass nigga. I was getting paid like a hundred dollars. Yo, perception is such a motherfucker. Is like people look online. And I, I always ask people that, you know, now it's easier to convert your followers to money. Back right? Then it wasn't. Back then, it was just like, it was basically just a, a euphoria or a high off like, oh, I got 4,000 people watching me, but I won't get any money I from have this. $0 in my pocket. Yeah. Like, so it was like, I, I was getting paid like probably $400 a month. No, less than minimum wage, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From TuneCore. Like, so it was like, I, I could I could have stacked up, but it was hard to stack up because it's like, I gotta pay for my mom uh motel or like I gotta pay for the like, yeah, yeah if I was there yeah if I was there with my sister I gotta pay for my I gotta pay for myself and my brother so that would leave me with like a hundred but I never forget bro like act you a real ass nigga bro I literally remember 2017 bro you would play Twitch you would play you would play 2K on Twitch till like nine in the morning bro yeah. and at nine in the morning is when my bank opened I would be like bro I have to stay up watch this nigga Twitch because I got a I got $70 in my coming. Yeah. I got $70 coming Friday and I can't use that. Yeah. So I would stay up until like nine and ride my bike. Like I used to be like I used to ride yo, my bike type shit. You know the crazy? I never knew none of this. Yeah, and I would never yo, yo, like you you never like and by the way, I'm streaming at this point. We're getting a couple thousand people that are watching me. And I throw you on the mic all the time because I, I just think you're just fucking and hilarious. I'm talking shit. And by the way, we <laughs> both go back and forth. Like I think like like we do a good job of like you know doing content, and you never got on the mic and was like, yo. I ain't gonna lie, I'm fucked up right now. You know what I mean? Or or ask for sympathy. Never. No, because I know I like I know how it is. Like I wouldn't want nobody to try to feel bad for me because it was like it's like I know uh, it's like my dad, my dad used to my dad still says he's like, it's just a blessing within a lesson. So it's like I know what I'm going through, but I don't want people to look at this like this is my legacy. Oh, you was a nigga that was homeless and he went, he, I wanna I wanna be like, oh, you the nigga that was homeless and we didn't even know you you still made it. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, you still yeah. you still chase your dream, you ain't give up. So like yo, boom, I ain't gonna that. lie, your homeless stories. Is I, mean, I be trying to throw a little homeless story mind to add some color. Huh. Like like no, it's, I could have went home to my mama, but no, like I, I was in between two apartments. This is my only homeless huh. story. I was in between two apartments, and I, I was I felt like I just was a man in college because I started doing man shit. Like you know, I feel like I was handling like my mom. Oh, I feel like she coddled us through life, and and college made me a man. And I was in between two two apartments, and I refused to go home, and I had a car. And I slept in the back of the car in a parking lot for two weeks. I'm like, I'm homeless right now. <laughs> Yo, I'm in a struggle. I, I felt like I was struggling. But that now, is, though. Now like, my mom would call me and be like, hey, you need anything? But the pride of me was like, I'm not asking you for money. I'm not telling you I'm coming home or I need to come home. She was like, she was like, hey, are you moving into in your next place yet? She didn't know I left the last place. And I'm like, no, nah, I can't tell her. But you, have, you were really, like, in a fucked up situation. Yeah, and my mom was like, it was. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade Two. Play it now with Game Pass. It was some sad. It was some sad shit. 
uh, it was some sad shit. Don't worry, we're gonna get past it, and then we're gonna, we're gonna get out of ups. But I never really told this story, and I, I always wanted to tell this story to uh, audience. Yeah, yeah. So people can know, like, bro, no matter what you go through, bro, you can do this shit, bro. Like, I know it's not hella cliche, but it's so true. Yeah. Like, I was like homeless for two years from from fucking September, from September first, twenty sixteen, to February twenty third, two thousand eighteen. Like, I remember the day that I moved in. I remember the day I, I took all my sisters out of the like the fucking hood. Like it was, it was just bad. Like, cause almost like I got, I'm, I'm like the middle child. I got, I got, uh, I got a twin brother. Then I got three older brothers, and then I got four sisters. Those are my, those are the ones I, I really do it for. Cause I don't want them to have to live like how my, me and my brothers did. Yeah. I want them to see the world. Like I want them to know like it's bigger than just Orlando. It's like it's not just Orlando, and for them to be homeless, still having to go to school, like, like just it was just down bad. Like literally down bad. Yeah. My mom would just send me pictures of like. Her face would be swollen because of like the bed bugs on the motel, and it would, and I I would just be like I can't do shit. All I can do is just keep yeah. making music. That's the only thing I could do. So it was like I would just I would just wait. I would just wait, 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 and then that and then the label the label had hit me, and I was just like, I can tell you about that. My first advance was like seven thousand dollars, and before like my first deal, like the deal I'm in with Homie yeah. now, yeah, the first deal was like seven thousand dollars. Okay, so, so 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 let's start from being. Hmm. What do you like, how did they hit you up? And okay. where were you? Signing hours. I was, I was staying. It was me, all my little sisters, my brother, my other brother, my other brother. It was like nine of us in like a two bedroom trap, basically, in, in, in Crosstown. If you're from Orlando, you know Crosstown now. So it was literally right there. We was all like, we was all going through it. I'm telling my mom, like, oh shit. This label hit me up. They want to fly me to New York. And this is where I come back into my brother, like my twin brother, because like I always wanted to take him with me. Like, this is my brother. My yeah. this is like my brother. And he felt like I switched up so hard because he was like, nah, I wanna go. I was like, I was like, I was like, I was like, AJ, bro, you wanna come to New York with me? And he was like, nah. He was like, I don't wanna go. And that shit kind of hurt my heart because I was like, nigga, I'm doing this shit for you. Is it is a thing where like, you know. Yo, having brothers is very interesting. Yeah. Like, should I have an interesting relationship with my brothers? Like, it's good, but like, oh, I yeah, feel like, right <laughs> like, I feel like anytime, you know, um, and I never like asked them to contribute or whatever, like mm. financially, anything. My mom, I got it, but it's like, you know, like, I'm not gonna get the accolades from them. It's like, uh, switch the subject, you know, what I mean? because it, it, I think it may may feel, and I hope it doesn't, because I always look at them like I look at it as equal, like. Like y'all are there a lot more for her in person. I'm over here in Miami. I'm gotta go all over the place. Like my mom's a human. Like she needs somebody to mm. you know keep her coming. She's a single mother. She, like my brother goes on walks with her. That's to me. That's worth a hundred thousand dollars. You know what I mean? So that's I don't look. Shit. I don't. I don't look at them like oh shit. Yeah, I did this. I bought that. No, I don't look no, at it like that. It, but 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 I do think they probably look at it like yo. This nigga think he the shit. I hate that shit because it's like bro. If I thought I was the shit, I don't even want to name drop. But it's it's a rapper out there. That's like left his whole mama in the hood. Like he's left his whole family in the fucking hood. He blew, he got a million dollar check, left his family in the hood, and now he can't even get out his deal type shit. Mm. So now, nah, what do you think he go? He can't go back to his house. He can't, he can't go back to the hood type shit. But he can't go back to see his family. They gonna look at him like, dude, you fucking crazy. So it's like, it's like, bro, you gotta, like, I, like, I want my family to know that I do this, like, for them. I don't even, like, at this point, I don't even live for myself anymore. I live for my family, my little sister. Like, I want them, like, cause my mom is so proud of me. Like she yeah. look at me like, oh, this this my son. He's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I I keep going hard so she can like. But my my brothers also feel the same way. Like at first I used to feel like they used to think I was better than them, but now like 
now, they're getting it now. Yeah, they're getting it. Like, okay. Bro, I do this for y'all, bro. And, and they and they 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 say, bro, I look up to you. And I'm like, nigga, I look up to y'all. Y'all are my big brothers, bro. Yeah. yeah. So that type of family shit is kind of what is kind of what also kept me saying through the shit. So this is this is we all in the same fucking house in uh cross town. And I get the deal and I asked my brother to go to New York. And he's like, nah. And that shit. Nope. Hurt. No way, no, no way to fucking deal or advance with seven bands. It was seven bands, bro. Seven Saturday hours. I remember that time. That's just going crazy. It had like five, six million, which I feel like niggas get signed like fifty bands for some shit like that. These niggas signed me for like, and, and they signed me for my whole catalog, not even for one song. They signed. They, no fucking way. They fucked me over so hard, bro. Like they fucked me over so bad. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give some. I'm gonna kick. I'm gonna kick some game. But let me just tell the story of how it went down. Cause so like we was homeless, we did fuck stuff, Curry. You know what I'm saying? So this like really, the, really, I'm on the way up. I'm on, I'm on the way up. So they hit me up like, yo, we about to fly to New York. All right. <laughs> this is when I realized how rap gaming shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I get they they take me to New York and shit. And by the way, oh, this, I gotta interject for this. The when the label says they're flying you out and you're in that experience, you don't have much. They're lowering your price. Because you're like, damn, they're paying for everything, bro. I had no idea these. Yeah, you're like, 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 really? They're <laughs> they're showing you that lifestyle that they're all writing off nah. because what they want to give you in your pocket is little to nothing. Dad, this shit was crazy, bro. Listen, they fly me out. They fly me out to fucking New York. I shouldn't say these niggas' name, but I'm not. Yeah. So, so, so <laughs> they fly me out. You know, you know who the fuck you is, nigga. <laughs> They fly me out to New York. They take me out to eat. I'm like, oh shit, there we up. Yo, you probably, yo, you probably be like, yo, well, scallops. <laughs> yo, like, they got what? I'm like, Calamari. <laughs> what the, what the fuck? Yo, funny, bro. The funniest shit ever, bro. I finished eating. Niggas got the contract right there. Oh, <laughs> bro, niggas got the whole contract. I was like, wait, oh, huh? wait. Wait, no dessert? I got wine and done, bro. Oh, man. Bro, I got wine and done. So they they made me, they, they basically make me sign a contract. So you ain't signing right there. I did. No way. I'm thinking like, damn, they flew me out. They no no me. fucking way. I, I have to sign. I'm like, I have to sign. Nah, this you took the contract back to your nah, lawyer. Nah, no bro. way. I, I, no lawyer. No, no, bro. They wow, bro. These labors are wow, bro. No lawyer. They didn't even ask me that I want a lawyer. Like, they just said, nigga. Here, nigga, sign, sign, sign all your masters away for seventy five thousand dollars, nigga, and they they still continue to fuck me over. I'm gonna get to that, but it was just the seventy five thousand. I mean, seventy five hundred, seventy five hundred, not seventy five thousand, seventy five hundred. Oh, what? Yeah, seven thousand five hundred dollars for a five five year deal. It was five year five like five albums, bro, like for seven thousand dollars type shit, and I had like two hundred k, like probably one hundred fifty k. So it was like I definitely got fucked over. So I'm just thinking like honestly, I would do it again. Like I would do that shit again. Because what do you mean at a hundred K or whatever? Is it followers? Yeah, I had hundred K followers. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, but I would do it again because when that deal came, bro, like it was like I was like, bro, I saw the light, bro. I was like, I saw the light. I was we was homeless, my mom. I told my mama I got a I got an advance for seven thousand dollars. She was like, Oh shit, we out we can finally move. Like my whole entire advance. It was to get a house. It was five thousand dollars, so it basically was me having to get the house, and so I had to pay double. I had to pay double because I had I had shit credit. Yeah, since I'm like eighteen, so it was five thousand dollars to get the house, deposit, first month rent, and then it was like the rest of the twenty five hundred I used to get furniture, get beds, type shit. So once the time we moved in, I had no money. I had zero dollars from the label ever again. I never got no more money from them, and I was signed to them for almost two years. How the shit. fuck do you survive? <laughs> I'm gonna kick some game. 
fuck you niggas. I'm about to kick y'all niggas some straight up game. So I'm trying to drop. <laughs> I'm trying to drop, right? So it's 20, it's 20, 2018, I think. Lil Nas come out with Old Town Road and shit. So I'm trying to make, I'm just trying to do what I want. Nah, yeah. Old Town Road didn't be that long. Yeah, it was 2019. Old Town Road was like 2018. I think it was 2018. Like, I think that's 2019. Yeah, it was whatever, 2018. whatever. It was, it was 2018. It was okay, okay. So, so they like, I'm like, man, I'm like, I want to, this is when I'm trying to transition into real music now. Like, I'm not even trying to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the You're music. not trying to do the meme stuff. Yeah. Anymore. So I'm like, I want to drop this. They're like, you should drop a country. You go to my, you go to my account right now. The country song hard, but that wasn't what I wanted to do. There was a wave of country songs during that yeah, time. Yeah, but, but honestly, I was doing that before Lil Nas. Like, bro, if you go to my SoundCloud. A lot of people think, even though I don't really fuck with this nigga, the, 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 a lot of people think that Lil Nas X took the country wave from Lil my, Tracy. Nah, he kind of took, like, Lil Nas, like, I'll fuck with Lil Nas, but his whole shit was kind of like just me. Like, it, it, it was trolling. Shit. Yeah, it was just a meme rap shit. It was literally just meme rap. And, it, it and by the way, memes, like and, a meme and, rap. and by the way, he flipped it so seamlessly into, like, they don't even look at it as, they look at it as, a, they look at it as an artist. Trying some that's shit. Hard. They don't look at it as this is a nigga who was just fucking around, bro. That's hard, bro. That's really like he finessed the system. I can't hate on that shit. But it was like before the country shit or before Lenar shit. I was like, if you go on my SoundCloud, like this was another marketing strategy I had before any niggas had it. So I would put all my songs under country in SoundCloud. So I'll be num I would be number one on all the fucking like I would have eight fucking songs because nobody fucking dropping country on SoundCloud. It was just me. Yeah. There ain't no real country niggas out there. So it was literally just me owning the fucking country charts, just running it. I was literally running country charts for like a year, straight up. I remember you've had some really interesting like promo campaigns or like strategies. You got to get out the mud, bro. Man, you, there was a time you were uploading your music to fucking Pornhub. I did upload my music video to Pornhub. Milk next door, I did do that. I did do that. Upload that shit to Pornhub. Why? No nigga did that. I, I uploaded to Pornhub because like, my like my whole persona was like this this fucking funny ass meme nigga who raps about porn. Yeah. He raps about fucking titties. He raps about like it's like a horny yeah, teenager. He was like a teenager. Like horny every teenager related teenager. to yeah, because yeah. like every teenager has watched watches Pornhub. Like they're, they're just discovering pussy, so they're like, yeah. oh shit, porn. So it was like it was kind of like hella relatable, and I I was like nobody doing this shit. I'm about to I dropped my I literally debuted my music video. On fucking Pornhub, like the entire shit was on Pornhub, and it and it did a hundred thousand views on Pornhub. Yeah, and so I was like, "What the fuck?" And I did it as a troll, and then that's how Pornhub hit me up for a collab and shit. How how did you never get paid from that label again? So, <laughs> for two years. For two years. So you have a song. I know. Having I, millions of streams. I know. I recouped. By the way, I, yeah, I know. On. I fucking. Recouped. By the way, just to give um a little bit of detail to people, right? Hmm. If you don't know, like. There's different payouts. It's all public, by the way. I'm not saying nothing that you can't Google, but I'll save you the Googling time. If you get a million streams on Spotify, they pay about $4,500, $5,000. If you get it on Apple Music, they pay about $5,500, $6,000. Yeah. Okay? So think about it. Bruh. They paid him $7,500. For my whole, not even what, my whole catalog. So if he did a million and a half, damn near, you have repaid, and we're not, not million and a half on, on, on just like one platform. On all platforms. All right. And I'm, they got you for two years. Two years. Bro. And you, they never paid you again. Never paid me again. This is how they did it. This is how they did it. <laughs> this is how they did it. I was like, bro, I'm broke. I'm like, so I'm broke as fuck. Like this, but this, this shit, all this shit saved my life. All this shit saved my life. I was yeah. down bad, hella depressed. I was broke as fuck. I'm hitting my label up. Like, bro, when y'all gonna give me money? They're like, <laughs> they're like, oh, you remember when we put your shit in New Music Friday? Yeah, I'm probably kicking sauce right now. Oh shit! Oh I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Right no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. no, no. 
No, this is very important. Yeah, bro, I want, like, I'm sorry, but it's like, I want niggas to know, bro, everything ain't what it seems, bro. Like, this shit is real. Like, the entire industry is paid for. I have the contract in my, I have the shit in my phone right now. It, that shit was like $10,000 to get on New Music Friday. They, it, it's called like an A&R cost or something. Yeah. It's and, not and, like Spotify. It's not on. like they pay on Spotify. No, it's like and by the way, you might think, wait, oh, so they paid Spotify. No. No. They're going to say they use that money <laughs> they to pay a pitching company sometimes that's outsourced or they have it in in the company but they, they're gonna charge a fee if we're gonna pitch your music to the playlist which you're almost looking at it like why am i paying a fee for you to promote the song because pitching it is trying to get it on a platform that could help promote and make it visible when the money comes in it goes to you you're getting most of the money <laughs> not me no, nigga all of it goes to you i ain't got nobody <laughs> So it's like, so it's like, I, I was, and, and that's when, and like, they're writing down the books. It's like, okay, okay, he's in debt, he's in debt, he's yeah. in debt. So debt, I debt, signed, debt, I debt. signed for seven thousand, and I end up in debt for twenty five thousand. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, this yeah. shit don't add up. So it was like, it was like, I realized this is why I can read contracts very well. Like, I, I remember I was so depressed, I would read the contract every. I would wake up in the morning and just read this contract. You never thought about getting a lawyer at that point? I was broke. I had no money. I had literally no more than a hundred dollars in my name. Okay, so you call them. They said, "Yo, man, nigga, you remember when we got your music going?" Nah, on? they was like, they was like, they was like, "How'd you uh, get some type of money?" What the okay, fuck? Okay, I got no money, but but so basically, I'm gonna just tell you, how I got out the deal. So <laughs> I was like, "All right, that's this how y'all want to play?" <laughs> I'm not gonna say it now. I don't give a fuck. So I made a whole new persona, artist. I made a whole new artist, but it was me. I just never showed my face. Wait, I saw you do that. Little I didn't know, AIDS, bro. Little I, AIDS. I, I I didn't know why you did that. Though. I was like, yeah. Yo, why is he abandoning? Bro. Why is so he abandoning Little Boom? So basically, I I stopped making music on Little Boom for like a whole year, and I was like, Y'all think I'm playing? I'm not. But I knew that I could make music as another. It's kind of the same as like if like like a uh, young boy, like no, not to say, but young boy Birdman type shit. Yeah. Like if they would like Silk Sonic type shit. Yeah. Like they're one, even though like they're one nigga. They probably they can sign to a whole like they're Silk Sonic yeah, yeah, yeah. to another nigga. Yeah. Type shit. So it was like I was little A's. I never show my face, so you don't know. Like it's not my likeness. It's not my like. Like you know what I'm saying? It's not. Oh. It's not little boom the face, but it's little boom the voice. And you can't tell. You can't say that it's my I, voice because anybody can sound like that. How did you? How did you kind of like you know like tell your fans like yo I'm about to do this or nah, how'd you explain it? To nah, them? I just promoted like this nigga little this nigga little A's go hard. <laughs> I was like, I was like this nigga sound just like me. It's no way. <laughs> so, so, so so you basically by the way that's an OG strategy of trying to get out of your deal yeah. in terms of. Just abandoning the likeness that they basically when, when yeah. you sign to a full deal, the they own it. They yeah. own it, right? Yeah. And you basically but but they signed Lil Boom. They yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, nigga. They signed Lil Boom. They exactly. Sign me. That, that's what I want y'all to know. When you sign a deal, they signing you as the artist. They're not signing you as the person, nigga. They don't own you, nigga. So don't ever make them and, and they'll they'll put in contracts now. If you have any other aliases, they do that, yeah. If so so for example, I guarantee if, if if Atlantic is smart, right? If Atlantic is smart. They probably have NBA Youngboy on on a contract. It's called Youngboy NBA, just for like you know, not to yeah. copyright um, purposes. <clears throat> but it probably also says PKA NBA Youngboy, comma little top. <laughs> yeah, that top. he can't he can't be like, yo, I'm dropping music as little top now. No, nigga, <laughs> we on little top too. Okay, so cool. So by the way, Prince did that shit when he tried to change his name from um. Uh, he's like, if I can't make money. Um, it was some contract dispute yeah, stuff. He dropped it. music and he was like the artist, you know what I mean? Formerly known as right. Okay, so cool. You're you're doing this this stuff, little AIDS. Okay, I'm little AIDS. I, I I do this shit and then they're like, nigga, 
we can't like they can't do shit, but yeah, yeah. they're like, nigga, come on, bro. They're like they're upset. They're like, I'm like, oh y'all niggas upset. How are they hitting you up? And they're like, I, they're like, they're like, <laughs> they're like, I was like, nigga, get me out of this deal right now. I want to be out, or I'm gonna keep doing it. Yeah. So this is how they fucked me over. They was like, we'll let you out your deal, but we're not gonna give you the, your advance for this album. Like, cause I was supposed to get 35000 for like the album. Yeah. And it was like, we're not gonna give you the advance, we're just gonna drop you. I was like, okay, you know what? You're right. Okay, so you had to deliver one more album. No, I didn't. They was like, nigga, fuck your album. Just drop. I was just dropping singles at the time. Yeah. When I give him my album, they was like, nah, we want some shit that sounds like Lil Nas. We want some shit that sounds yeah. like Lil Tracy. We want some, like, they're just trying to control. And I realized, like, I wasn't the creative director of my own shit. I realized I signed a shitty ass 360 deal. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So, so I just want to understand how. So, what was the terms? They said, what'd you have to give them for them to just drop you? They told me I had to, because I was dissing them niggas on my Instagram. I was like, fuck. I was going to say the name. I was like, yeah. fuck these niggas. Everybody go to these niggas' page and be like, fuck y'all niggas. Like, yeah. Y'all bitches, nigga. Fuck y'all. And they was like, nigga, stop. They was like, you have to stop. And I was like, no. I was like, I'm not doing it until y'all release me. I don't go, fuck. Y'all can take me to jail. I mean, lawyers. I got the money, niggas. So you can take the shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was like, I don't give a fuck. So they was like, nigga, stop. They was like, they was like, please stop. And I was like, release me, please. And it was like, okay, but we're not gonna give you your, your events. And I was like, you know what? Okay, you're right. You 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 got it. And this is 2019. I was like, you got it. And then I dropped. And then literally two months later, I dropped the biggest song I ever made. Ah, uh, so independent, independent, which was what? Uh, already dead. You know why okay. I dropped the independent? These bitch ass niggas. Every song I would send them, they wouldn't want to clear anything. They wouldn't like, oh, this sample is too expensive. This sample, this sample, like, they wanted me to die. I was like, bro, what the fuck? Okay, so explain this already dead. And, and we're going to fast track a little bit because we got to get to the current album, right? Yeah. So how did already dead? That had a very distinct sample. That sample, the sample yeah. went fucking yeah, crazy. Yeah, the sample is the reason the song went crazy. How, did, how the fuck did you even clear that? Because what people don't know, if you drop a song that has any type of, you know, elements from other songs, yeah. you got to get clearance <laughs> okay, for Okay, so... This is crazy. So when I dropped the independent, I didn't clear it. Like it was just indie. Like, come on, you indie. Yeah. yeah. But as it starts to go to go up, I hit up the create I hit up the creator. Like it's a long story. I hit up the creator for the for of the sample. And I'm like, damn, nigga, this shit blowing up, bro. I just found out who you are, nigga. I want to pay you. I want to give you money. He's like, nigga, bro. I was like, he's like, bro, go get some food with that shit. Like, he was like, bro, you straight, bro. You don't, he's like, you don't have to give me shit. He was like, nigga, just go go get you. Because I was doing this shit for my, my producer to get a laptop. Yeah, yeah. He was like, bro, just get your nigga some studio gear and shit. He was like, nah, fuck the sample. How'd you get in contact with him? We just like, I found him on Twitter. Like, niggas, like, I found him on Twitter uh, type shit, and I DM'd him. That's straight up. I didn't think he was going to reply. I think he was like, fuck, nigga, take that shit down. He was like, nah, you, you, you good. So everything. Did, all, did, so did he sign off? Yeah, he signed off on it. Like, uh, through, and, and that was through United Masters. Yeah, oh, shit. Yeah, that was through United. And then it didn't got charge paid, a fucking fee. Then it charged a fucking dollar. Uh, he was only snapping on the the producer because he basically just added a fucking beat to the fucking song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just tried to release it, and he was like, "No, nah, we're not having that." Yeah, but but your your yeah, shit is good. Shit, he was like, "Nigga, you're rapping on it. You're doing something." Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're doing other, something other than just you're just relying on my my melody. Yeah. yeah. Oh shit. Okay. Shit. So now you're independent. This shit's kind of going up. What you thinking? And and by the way, now because you're independent with it, how's the money looking like? Crazy. I was getting. I remember my first bet. My first bag for that song was like twenty five thousand dollars through TuneCore, like damn, through, through fucking TuneCore, not even through a label. Like, and then United Masters uh, paid me for the song. Like, I ain't gonna talk about United Masters, but they, they cool, they cool. But yeah, United Masters also paid me for the song. So twenty five thousand dollars. What's your mom thinking? Like, what's what's she thinking when you finally get out of the deal? Because I could imagine you're not getting no money then. And then what's she thinking when you fucking make another song independent? You're getting this break. She she's just happy for me because like. 
she she didn't really know yet until I got signed to homemade. Yeah. So when I got signed to homemade, that's what she was like, oh, my son really doing it type shit. I, the first thing I did when I got my deal was get my mom a car. I, like, as soon as the check hit my like the account, we went to the car dealership and I got my mom a car before I got anything. Before I went to Japan, before all that shit, before like for the Uzi shit, before all that shit. So like, yeah, that's all. But that song would have never happened if I didn't go through all the shit I, that I just explained to y'all about. For me being homeless, for me doing this, doing that, that song would have never been, because I made the song already dead because I was depra- I was literally on some suicidal shit, like on some end of the world shit. Yeah. Because I was like, bro, I'm not getting paid. Like, bro, like my life over. Like, I'm doing all this shit for what? And I made that song, like literally just fucking around. I didn't even, I didn't expect it to blow up. So that's why people shit on the quality. But I didn't expect it to blow up. I was just bitching type shit. Yep. But by the way, I think, um, Ninja, who was the hottest Twitch streamer at the time, Ninja, to this day, he he played that song. Every, bro, Ninja will play that song every day, literally every day, every day. It basically, I don't know if TikTok was around it, but it, it, maybe Triller was. But no, like, no, TikTok destroyed that song. TikTok is the reason. I, oh, I TikTok. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So, so basically, all right. Let me let me make this real quick, real quick. So, like, so basically, it was a meme page named Anime Scoop. Uh, he would post the song on his story every day. Like, bro, beat. He'd be like, "Yo, mood check, bro, mood check," and that would be the beat. I mean, that would be the song. And then it was a dancer who follows the anime scoops. And he's a dancer, nigga. On he made TikTok. a dance of it. He made a dance to it. The dance went insanely viral. Pokemon, Charlie D'Amelio, every nigga. How every, you do dance? I don't fucking know. I never did a dance in my you life. You never did a dance? I never did a dance. Man, in my if life. I get that 25000 I'll check. I'm doing a dance like nah, a motherfucker. Nah, nah, nah. Man, nah, man nah. I, I would have been fucking like doing nah. all types of shit. I'm doing a dance, <laughs> brother. Said, nah, yeah, I, 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 I'm getting that shit. I, Nah, so yeah, so that's how I really went dumb. And yeah. I was and then when all the labels came to me, APG, Sony, all these niggas Columbus. So everybody's coming out. Yo, let's come, talk. Bro, I, I got a deal for like for, for like five million dollars. I got a deal for five million dollars, but I didn't take it. I signed to homemade. Because you know why? They signed me for they wanted to sign me for for one. It was I'm gonna just say Sony Columbia Atlantic, one of those niggas. Yeah. So they wanted to sign me for five million dollars for fucking seven years for fucking five albums. So you know what you know what time it is. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, <laughs> explaining like albums to like people who might not be known, like so so a deal might be worth five million. He doesn't get five million when he signs. So I don't want people like yo, you're yeah. done for like no, like no. it's structured. So it might be like hey, we'll give you maybe a million, or like it's gonna be half a million, and then you turn no, the album in, you get another my half. Was like two million dollars. Oh shit! Yeah, my advance was big as fuck. Yeah. Like they was How could you turn me, it down then? They was trying to sign me during because I went through the shit I went through with that other that other label. Yeah, and I realized if I take this two million dollars, they own you. They own me for one. They gonna shelf the fuck out of me because I know what they do. Like I know I ain't Drake. I know I ain't these niggas. So so usually that first advance is the only advance you get. Yeah, so you won't get that two get, million, yeah. and then and niggas will stuck. you will never be heard from again. Yeah, they probably won't even let me release my album. Like, yeah, like homemade really really let me do what I want to do. Yeah, like, yeah. These niggas would have been like, uh. You're not sound like feature. Uh, your song is a blunder, but TikTok, we're not gonna drop. Like, we're not gonna. We're not gonna. They're gonna block boy JB. You, yep. with all respect. Yeah. Uh, are you believing in your talent at this point? Because you've kind of done it a few times. Yeah. Like, I basically am to the point where, like, bro, I know that I got this shit from Drake. Bro, when Drake hit me up, and when Uzi hit me up, when John Mayer, hit, like, when all these niggas hit me up, I've seen John Mayer show you a lot of love. I, I, explain those relationships. Why? Why do you think they hit you up? I feel like John Mayer fuck with me. He was fucking me back. He was one of the first artists to reach out to me when I was homeless. And he was like, bro. And this was funny because, like, now he can see me go full circle because he, he was like, boom, that Milfinex door shit hard, but you should make some serious music. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> this is serious. <laughs> I was like, nigga, I'm having fun, nigga. I'm make serious music. And now I see now, like, now that I have a whole album out, like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, this is what he fucking meant, type you, shit. You put out projects before, like, you know, in terms of compilations, in yeah. a sense. But but this is an album. This is like a studio album. What, what does that, what's the difference? The difference is 
for for one, the shit I'm talking about, the quality, and it's like my shit has a direction. Like this this album is about my grandma, it's about my brother, it's about being incarcerated, it's about depression. It's it's like a whole story to it. It's about my fans at the end of the day, and it's about like the end of the world itself is just saying like it's really not. It's really to the point where it's like the end of the world is like kind of ending your ending your old self to start your new self. Type yeah, shit. that's what the whole album is about. It's like being reborn. Throwing up all the throwing all the old shit that that you went through in the past to become who you are now, type shit. That's what the end of the world really is. It ain't some like oh I'm going to kill myself shit. Yo, so Uzi Drake and Uzi. I remember, and and I remember Uzi even um. Why do you think that hits you? I, I have a, I have a theory. Huh. I think they look at you, and you've been for the last four or five years ahead of every new internet trend. Where at first when you're doing it, it's like, what? why is he doing that? And then everybody who's <laughs> trying to be new and edgy, they start doing it too. And then the, the, the masses catch on mad late. And the artists who are smart, they're like, this motherfucker, like, he's always on nah, the next. Nah, Let like, me watch him. Like right now, like, like I don't want to diss the nigga. I don't want to make it seem like I'm dissing Juice World. Yeah. But like Juice World, almost all his covers are just anime covers. And that was my whole swag. You know what I'm saying? Or like that was the not like that. But, 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 I, no, I love Juice World. Yeah, like, and Juice World not here, so yeah, it's not Juice yeah, World. You, you, you're pretty much explaining that. Yeah. There was like you used to do certain shit distinct yeah, and, and, and that niggas, other people yeah, adopted. Niggas would catch on, and then niggas would act like I never, I never yeah. existed. But I get that. I get that. Like Juice World is fucking huge, nigga. You're not gonna know who the fuck I exist. But the niggas who make art for this niggas, these niggas used to make art for me. Did, did you did you take it? Um, like, man. I know somebody's watching, even if I don't got a million eyes. Yeah, on yeah. I know somebody's yeah, watching. Yeah, like, cause that's why I dropped this album. I'm like, nigga, if even if I have a thousand fucking five five sales, nigga, I know for a fact it's gonna touch Uzi. I know for a fact it's gonna touch Drake. Cause I'm sending it to all these niggas. Like, I never really spam these niggas, but I'm going to do it today, nigga. You're watching this. I'm Drake. You probably already got this shit in your uh, DMs by now, nigga. I'm going to send it to you. I don't give a fuck, and I'm gonna ask you to listen to it, type shit. So it's like those, cause it's like no matter what you say about me. Like bro, these niggas are like, they, like these are niggas I looked up to when I when I was homeless, bro. So for them to look at me and like not look at me as a fucking joke and actually take me seriously, especially Uzi, bro. Like why like, did Uzi hit you? Up? Like Uzi, <laughs> Uzi hit me up because I spoke Japanese in his comment section. That's how we became friends. It, it was so funny. I I spoke Japanese in his comment sections. What you mean you spoke Japanese? Like you typed in like I, I the, spoke the... a whole kanji sentence in his. Uh, like how do you speak Japanese? Like you just type the squiggly anymore. marks. Not anymore. Not anymore. Like do you, uh, you just type ni, like what ni, the Nihonjin Alright, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Alright. All right. So 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 does he how does he know about that type of stuff? I feel like I didn't put Uzi onto anime, but I feel like I may like kind of help Uzi embrace his side of being an anime nigga. Cause back then it was like you was you was shit you was shitted on for being like an anime nigga. Yeah, and, he was already considered weird for like, you know, kind of yeah, being like the emotional, but, like you, you realize, know realize like when he was going through it, like Uzi, I don't know him, yeah, but Uzi reached out to me on some like, bro, I want you on my album type shit before, like, really? Like, swear to God, he reached out to, he really was fucked with me to the point where like, I remember you told me, and, and, and niggas still think think to this day I'm on about that. I remember you told me like, you know, Uzi, and you showed me the proof, obviously. Yeah, like you sent Uzi a song to do, and he was like, yo, I fuck with it, yo, send me the shit, and you know, but but obviously here's the thing with like, you know, like that was your only connect to this this music yeah. shit at the time. But like shit falls through, yeah. you know what I mean? And falls through cracks all the time. One, the nigga who made the beat, he's a big ass producer. He wanted like fifty bands, and then I I didn't know what the fuck us open was, so I just I like I didn't send in the stems. I didn't do the music shit. Yeah, yeah. I was in the room, so I'm like, what the fuck you mean? You wanna you wanna rap in my show? Like nigga, I'm gonna make an open right now. And yeah, mix crap and send it to you. Yeah, yeah, so type shit. So it was like 
it was some shit like that. And then to the point where Uzi would like Uzi kind of would get mad at me for like looking up to him. He was yeah. like, you my brother, bro. You don't have to. I get that you like, but he, like he don't understand type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, I was walking in the rain, nigga, listening to y'all niggas' music type shit, bro. No money in my pocket, bro. Of course, like, obviously, I ain't gonna kiss y'all niggas. I suck y'all niggas' dick, but I'm gonna obviously fucking let y'all niggas know what y'all niggas did for me. Yo, so, but is that the beauty of SoundCloud, though? Because I mm -hmm. think no matter if you're the biggest artist, like, around that time, some dude who's doing it and you can see, like, they're being creative and, and people are listening to it, like, you don't feel bigger than them on you know what i mean like i feel like now like even with like say say spotify yo when you click on somebody's like profile you're like oh shit this guy has 30 million listeners this guy has twenty thousand. like you almost it just feels different already yeah you know what i mean and and, and soundcloud was just when it was pure music discovery it was just like yo this guy got a sound got a bop he caught a, a little melody or a little wave with this song and it's just i feel like well for one i feel like Back to the fucking and to the fucking whole Uzi anime shit. Uh, like he he tapped in with me, not even on some music. He he just tapped in me as a cool ass nigga, and then he listened. Like I post, like he didn't even really fuck with my music when I when he first. He just fucked me because I was an anime nigga, and then I yeah. I posted that snippet that I that he he hopped on on my story. I know I posted on my page. Yeah, and he just DM me like, bro. He's like, send me this, and I was like, oh, you mean the anime? You want to know what the anime? He's like, no, nigga, the song. Like, send me send me the song. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh shit, you fuck with my music? And he's like. Nigga, send me the song, and I was like, "I bet." Type shit. So it was like, it was like, bro, for like, but you gotta make those type of connections. Like, if I would have never even hit him up on some anime shit, he probably would never take check out my music or give me the light day ever. Shit. The same with, I guess Drake. Like the, the the way I met, the way I started fucking with Drake is he didn't reply to me. He left me on scene, but you know what he left me on scene for? When but I he got, opened that DM though. Yeah, he left me on scene because when I got signed, the first thing I did was give out like he had just dropped God's plan. The first thing I did was like give out like 500 cheeseburgers. Dude, like when I was homeless, these would be the niggas I would see walking through the park. I would, I, I said when I get a sign, I'm gonna feed these niggas on my last day here in, in Orlando. I, I'm gonna feed these niggas, and I was I said I'm gonna send this to Drake, and that's what I sent to Drake. That's the that message he opened. I was like Drake, I don't even know if you ever gonna see this, but nigga, I I I was homeless, nigga, and I told I told these niggas when I get paid, I'm gonna do it, and your song helped me inspire that that type of shit. He saw it type shit, and then I sent him. I sent him the song, yeah, and then that's when he finally replied to me. So it's like you gotta, you know, what I'm saying people don't be having the pride to just DM niggas that they fuck with. So it's like, I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. I'm just rant. I'm just ranting. Nah, that's dope. All right, so so we're at the point where yo, you're releasing an album today. It's out. Today, it's people out are right streaming now. it right now. People are streaming it probably right now. Yeah, G going into this project, you know, what I mean, you, you finally got your label situations right with homemade. Mm -hmm. You know, by the way, interesting enough, yo, the day he signed to the the bigger label 10k projects i was with boom's first time i met him yeah so you know so to connect the first story we told from the beginning um to now but i'm super proud of like like you're staying the path and i'm wondering where you're hoping this album's gonna take you like bro, this album is fucking hard like I, like this album is hard bro. It, it, it didn't sound it sound like you you put every ounce of fucking energy like right. you know trying to create some shit that not only is for the moment but people could not only take you serious, but 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 could last. Like you, yeah. you, 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 you. I, I feel like this is some. I feel like I've, I've been on my yay, my my yay Drake shit, bro. Yeah, like straight up. Like those niggas are the reason that I really be going hard type shit. Like this album is really it's me, Tezo, and Alfie. We're all just in a studio. It's like a fucking triangle. Like Alfie's right here, I'm right here. I mean, Alfie's right here, Tezo's right here, I'm right here. We all just in the studio, just fucking recording all day. Like the whole album is produced by these niggas. Like it's no other features. No Tezo, my only feature on there. It, it's another feature on there. Like. Uh, from when I was homeless and like I would listen to like I would ride my bike in the rain in the store 
going to the bank listening to anime music. Yeah. Like anime openings and shit. And it was this one anime uh artist named Goats who I literally look up to. I'm like, nigga, he, he follows me and shit. And I, I was like, bro, I'm gonna hit him up and act for a feature. Like, fuck it. He was like, hell yeah, nigga, I'll do a feature. And I was like, what the fuck? This nigga, like he does openings for niggas on Spotify. You watch Naruto, you know Haruka Kanata, you know that opening. That's who the fuck it is, bro. He's a fucking goat. Yeah, he's a fucking goat. Somebody goal. here knows that. that's my man Chris. <laughs> yeah, so for him to hop on my shit, it was like, bro, that, that was bigger than it. like, like you know my label. Like I could have, yeah. like they, they probably could have reached out to Trippy. They probably could have reached out to Ian, but yeah, I, yeah. That, that that's not even the focus of the album that I was doing. It was like this album is about from me coming from this and becoming who I am right now and everything that was that that uh that was in my life and this nigga was part of my life. So that shit felt amazing to do. So like so creating it. Uh, What's the difference? Because from all the music I've heard from you, and a lot of times when people go into like making like an album, they're thinking, well, people just want slappers. Fuck that. Like, I want some shit that's like my sister can cry to. Like, I want some shit my sister can listen to. And I'm like, this nigga, I, rem I remember him talking about this. I remember it. And it's like, I talk about my grandma and shit too. Like, I don't want to be a nigga that. Why'd you put substance on it like that? Because I want it to last. I, like, and nigga, I could die tomorrow. Like I could die tomorrow, and my biggest song be "Fuck Steph Curry" or like you know what I'm saying. I'll be known for yeah, yeah, yeah. Milford's door. Like, I wanted to like have some shit that's like a body of work, but after listening to Cob and Donna and like and like all this shit, it's like, bro, I don't want to be the nigga that just has the hype song on TikTok and it just blows up and then oh, I, I'm rich and everybody know me, but five years from now, bro, I I see, bro, I've been in the game so long, I seen niggas, yeah, yeah, we've seen, I've seen niggas come and go, bro. So I know how it is if you ain't got no substance, bro. These niggas think. No, no, this because they, they they take care of their family, but they just lost right now. They they think that these niggas are gonna be on forever, but you're not. TikTok gonna eat you up and spit you out if you ain't got no fucking substance, bro. So you content and substance is back, and we've been saying it like I've been talking to a lot of people who they're watching how you know it goes in cycles. Not saying the BS won't be like completely dominating stuff again, but these days, especially with TikTok, you know, speaking about like you know a couple of artists who got big off their song being popular on mm -hmm. TikTok. The song is bigger than them as an artist. That's and whenever I mean. that trend dies and that dance dies, they're, I, it's almost depressing because they're, they they were living in that superficial <laughs> bubble. Hey, bro, that's why I didn't drop a music video to Already Dead. That's why I never did any of that shit really? to, to Already Dead because I didn't want that to be my legacy. That song was unmixed. The song was fucking, like, I made it in my room. Like, this, I the shit off my album? Yeah. Like, but shit like that, I don't want that to be the reason everybody knows because niggas knew Already Dead, but they didn't even know my face. So if some shit from my, like, when some shit from my album, like, Wonder Egg blows up, yeah, you gonna see my face. I'm gonna do a video in Japan with that. Yeah, type shit. So like, I want people to know me. Like, and it ain't some fucking rapidy rap shit. It's some like it's still me. Like, I still got my soul in it. I'm using my melodies, but it's like it's not some <coughs> oh bitch. I'm popping lean. I'm popping X pills, nigga. Suck like bitches sucking my dick type shit. Even though that's hard, but it's just not what I'm on. It's not what I'm on. It, do you feel like you run the risk of while trying to make a great body of work? Hmm taking yourself too serious that some of the fun shit people be like man like yeah you could have put some content behind it but damn nigga you used to be funny nigga now now your shit just sound mad boring fuck that you can't say that to this album you can't do that i'm talking to the mic but god damn it nigga. Uh, you, you can't say it on this album you, you couldn't say that because for one i don't give a fuck and for two i know it's hard like like i don't give a fuck that you you like you said they were saying like Oh, this nigga's a meme rapper. He can't he can't make some substitute type shit, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, fuck that. Like, like nigga, uh niggas look at Kanye West as just a producer. And he one of the greatest artists of all time. So it's like you can look at me, niggas like you can look at me uh how whatever you want, but it's what I it's like it's still at the end of the day, it's up to me to 
to choose my life. Like, fuck what you do. I'm not going to let you decide my life. So somebody's about to go in to listen to his album right now, right? And if they listen to this, you know, podcast before, I'm wondering what the I, what do you want to what do you want to say to the person going in? Like, how would you like to kind of give them the, dis, the disclaimer? And what are you hoping that they come away from it saying? I want to say it's a first time listener, somebody yeah. who doesn't know. Bull. First time listener, don't listen to it on speaker. Listen to it on headphones. Try to get the loudest headphones you can because I mix this shit specifically for a nigga who's depressed going through it. And it got his headphones in. This ain't some shit. Like it's some hot, it's some hard ass songs in there that you can listen to in the car. But I want you to first listen to it in in the headphones and just don't skip, don't skip nothing. Don't put it on shuffle. Just let it ride. Just literally let it fucking ride through intent. And when you get to the last song on the album, you're gonna be like, oh shit, this nigga's dead ass. You're gonna be like, this nigga's dead ass serious. Once you get to the last song on the album, you're gonna realize what I'm saying. That's really all I gotta say. How many songs? 16. 16. Mm-hmm. Did you yeah. uh, 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 how long it took you to record them, and um, like, how did you figure? Did you figure out along the way how you sequenced it? Yeah, it uh, it took me about a year to record everything, but I got most of all the hardest shit within like the last four months because I, I was going through the last like the wildest shit of my life, and I was like, bro, instead of being sad, I'm gonna just go in this fucking studio and I'm gonna just rap. And then I made the last song of the album. That was the last song I made, and it was I turned it in like. Probably three weeks before I turned my album in. It wasn't even supposed that song wasn't even supposed to be on the album, and it's the hardest fucking song on the album. It's the title of the whole album. Yeah. It's called The End of the World. And it's like, oh shit, I'm about to bust my ass. But it's like, yeah, it's like I sequenced it to the point where it's like it starts off, it starts off, okay, you got the funny, you got the fun shit, and then it goes from the time machine, and then it goes to my life. And it goes to my love life with my girl, and then it goes to my family life, and then my brother's, my brother's life, and then it goes to my life at the end with it with the end of the world. Can, can I just say this before we wrap it up? Like the end of the world, the song, like when you listen to it, you probably have already heard it, but the song is basically a, the subconscious of a nigga who's at the edge of like depression and like becoming somebody new type shit. So at, at the end of the song, it's, it's, at the beginning of the song, it's hella depressing. At the end of the song, it's hella uplifting. Like, nigga, this is my world. Like, it's the end of the world, but it ain't the end of my life. But this is my world type shit. It's your world, nigga. It's your world, bro. I, some Etika shit. Hey, 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 do you um? By the way, you know, rest in peace, Etika. Um, he he fucked with you, bro. Yeah, yeah no, it's, it's a good dude, good dude. Um, do you look at like it seems like you you you're kind of it's probably the most vulnerable you ever got into music. And I always tell people, I said, listen, man, some of this like superficial shit. Yo, I'm I, I got this designer. I'm fucking this bitch. I'm popping this pill. It's not I'm matter, doing this, bro. You know, like it sounds good for the moment, but you better hope you're making a catchy bro, shit. When was the if, last time you heard a nigga say Lil Pump? Ooh. Yeah, but, but here's the thing. I always tell people, I say, yo, if you really want to get an audience, man, bear your soul. But here's the thing. It's hard for some people to do that because a lot of people, they live in, they haven't even accepted their own truth. So to talk about and be, you know, um, so self-conscious and talk about like your relationship with your parents, your relationship with your brother, your girl, like, there's some people who be like, nah, I'm going to keep my personal life out of it. But I always say, like, yo, your fans are never really going to know you. Yeah, and, and, and the shit that go my brother, the shit that go through my mom. Did you have to, like, tell them, like, yo, hey, listen, I'm giving my perspective. Because, you know, I always I always hear when Drake, early on in Drake's career, he used to say, man, I had to, like, my mom mom never heard this because she probably wouldn't want me to say it like this, but this is my truth. Like, his fathers came out a couple of times and said, yo, I didn't know he thought like that or yeah, damn, no, like, he got to be yeah. lying or something like that. And <laughs> 
his whole thing was just like, I love my father and everything, but that this is my truth to it. Yeah. But I think that's why there's an emotional connection to it because you're really hearing somebody give some real personal thoughts and he's venting through music. You know, yeah, I, mean? I think you, people you miss that shit. Your, you can't vent. Drake couldn't vent to his dad about what the fuck he did because his dad was just like loud as fucking ass. Like, oh, I didn't do that. Didn't yeah. Do yeah. yeah. Nigga, Drake know what the fuck you did, nigga. That's what he rapping about it. So, so it's like, did you tip anybody off? Like, no, 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 no. I just. I just rap, bro. Like, fuck it, you gonna hear it? Like, I didn't even send my family this album. I want them to hear it and, and them to be surprised because they probably don't even think I can go this hard. Like, hmm. I, I want them, yeah, I even want them to hear it. It's like, yeah. Hey, last thing. What are you expecting that this uh, project might do? Because, you know... What you mean? Shit, are you, you having any expectations in terms of how you think your fan base is gonna grow after this? How you think people are gonna receive it? What I people are gonna like, say about it? Sales, any of that? I feel like this album is like the investment into my entire career like mm. like 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 i needed i needed to make this album if the niggas ever wanted to take me serious and i feel like my fans will finally believe in a nigga like they can finally like back then it's kind of hard to get a nigga to listen to milf next door or setting out because they're like oh this shit funny but now yeah, they gotta be in that yeah, mood to now do. they can be like nigga you heard wonder egg nigga you heard you know what i'm saying pain's time machine you heard, yeah you heard this you know what I'm it, it don't sound like nobody else but it's still something that's that's new and that's and that's, it's like me and it's like it's original type shit. It's not just a funny ass song. It's just me. It's no samples on this whole album. So, really? Yeah, it's no samples. So it's just me, Tez. Like, shout out to fucking Tez and Alfie because they made a damn near every, almost all the melodies on there. So I just feel like I listen to that shit every day. Like, I literally listen to that album like almost every day. I haven't listened to it for the past three weeks because I want to wait to release day. Yeah. I say, I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. By the time it's out, oh, it's out. Yeah, it's I'm going to cry to it. It's out right now. By the time you listen to this, I'm crying. I'm already fucking in tears by now. So it's like, it's just like, bro, because I put so much, I put my all into it, and I was like, it was just, I feel like it was the Kanye West and the Drake in me, bro. Yeah. So that's pretty much all I can say. Hey, listen, man, Um, it's rare that, you know, and I see a lot of people like, yo, Ak, yo, who, who are the young artists you fuck with? Listen, let me tell you, like, you know, music is music, but it, it's very rare I run to somebody that believe in their whole story, and, I'm, and, and I believe in their vision. And he's a guy who, you know, through me and him connecting from a long time ago, I just believe in him. I'm going to be honest with you, you know? I think he's super talented. And I think one way or another, you're going to be successful. So, you know, when it comes to situations like this, I'm like, yo, of course. You know, if you're wondering how this podcast came about, I'm like, yo, I'm in Florida. He was back in Orlando. I'm like, yo, come to come to Miami. Let's get this fucking podcast done. We're dropping this the day of your motherfucking album. And I hope if anybody who has ever taken a, a music advice from me, somewhat or semi-serious, please go check out my man's project. Let me say you this. You know? Let me say this. I want my fans that's listening, don't stream, like, I fuck with Spotify. If you don't, if you don't got it, stream the album. But I really want all my fans to buy this album. Like, I already know that I'm not as big as a Juice World. I'm not as big as an A Boogie. I'm not as big as like these niggas are like icons. But we can make a, you can make a difference if fans learn to stop streaming music and start buying. Like, look at Adele, bro. Adele sold six hundred thousand physical copies, bro. That's she out, she outsold Drake with physical copies, bro. Not even with streams. So like if that's bro, that's six million dollars by the way. That's six million dollars in one week. And, and and by the way, like you know, especially for artists who are uh, on on the on the up yeah, you know, like they're upcoming, right? Bruh. If you want and, and like you know, with all these issues that you know these speed bumps, what Boom is talking about, I've given information about when it comes to labels. You want a label to believe in a motherfucker? Labels look at shit like this. Oh, the streams you got. It's because we put you on a playlist. Yeah, that, that's because of us. When they see them me. album sales, they're like, yo, this guy has a fan base. And especially, you know, there become very particular time in an artist's career that you should, you know what I mean? You should want to pay, 
like obviously shows, but like for right now in his career, this is the this is the moment. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, you know? this is the moment where like, bro, you you take out that ten dollars in your in your in your wallet that you're gonna buy them egos, and you like, bro, I'm gonna give it to my nigga Boom because I know it's a, it's kind of like an investment in a way. It's kind of like an investment to what I'm about to do next with my next album. No, of so, course. Thanks. I just want to give a, a shout out to my artist Turner who did the cover. Yeah, yeah. My artist Turner and, and my sisters, like Janice, Precious, Jayana. I love y'all. Grace, I love y'all. And I love my mama. That's really all I got to say. And to my fans, the world is with you. You give up on yourself, you give up on the world. Facts. Listen, uh, thank you for watching another episode of Off the Record Podcast, man. Listen, please, again, I'm going to stress it. This is my guy. If you fuck with me, Go type in Little Boom. The end of the world. Okay? The end of the world. Stream it about a thousand times, but also make sure you buy it. All right? Hey, I'll catch you guys next Monday. Um, This has been another great episode. Salute to my guy, Boom. Follow him on social media, at Little Boom. I'm out of here. Peace. You over here breaking shit, man. This guy is a mess. <laughs>